This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008, or you can always visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, the horizon can tell us quite a bit about what's coming. On a warm summer night, you can look out at the horizon to see if a storm is brewing, and when you're behind the wheel, you can keep your eyes on the horizon for signs of trouble. But we can also benefit from a time horizon in which we set a financial goal on the distant horizon and then craft a financial strategy that keeps our eyes firmly fixed on that point. Now, as we head toward our financial horizon, we can make strategy adjustments designed to help keep us moving forward with precision and confidence. So on today's episode, we're going to discuss financial time horizons in greater detail with a particular emphasis on how they can help you define your goals. But before we get further into today's topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who I'm pleased to note is right here with us today rather than way off on the horizon. Hey, Tony, how you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm out there all right. I'm out there. Yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on your show, Albert. And I like the sound of that financial time horizon. It reminds me of uh, the term you uh, see in a lot of science fiction uh, books and movies. <laughs> The event horizon. Right? There you go, yes. The event horizon, and that's <laughs> what we're talking about, your financial event horizon. And, you know, obviously when it comes to moving forward with a financial strategy, that makes a lot of sense, setting goals and and uh, when that goal needs to be met. That's your time horizon. And, uh, you know, it makes me, you were giving the intro there, it reminds me of a Franklin Roosevelt quote that I've heard. Uh, it's always stuck with me. He said, we have always held to the hope the belief, the conviction that there's a better life, a better world beyond the horizon. Nice. I'm not sure if I heard that quote before, Tony, but I like it. Very nice. Um, in fact, one of the goals of a financial strategy is to build the kind of retirement nest egg that may help you live the better life. So let's first take a moment to define a time horizon. Uh, in fact, an Investopedia article, uh, What is an Investment Time Horizon, has a, actually a good straightforward definition. It says, quote, an investment time horizon or just time horizon is the period of time one expects to hold an investment until they need the money back. Now, specific time horizons are generally built around your goals. For example, if you want to save enough money for the down payment on your first home within the next few years, well, that would be a short-term horizon. 
If you have a child and want to begin saving for their college education, that may be a medium-term time horizon. And if you're relatively early in your career but want to begin saving now for retirement, that would be a long-term time horizon. Yeah, I wish I had started saving earlier, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. uh, you got me on that one. But I think those examples are really helpful. So uh, what about investing with those three horizons you just mentioned? Well, as Investopedia explains, investments are often broken down into two categories, stocks and bonds. Now, stocks are considered riskier and bonds are generally considered less risky. The longer the time horizon, the more aggressive you and your financial service professional may want to consider being, you know, because you have time to ride out peaks and valleys. Now, if you need a shorter time horizon, you and your financial services professional will likely want to consider playing things more conservatively, like embracing options that come with less risk. Sure. Yeah. And uh, risk is important. Uh, you know, it's an important part of this. And when it comes to that short term horizon, what kind of investments are we talking about that are short term that can yeah, maybe help us? Great with question. That? In fact, a short term horizon is generally built around investments that you expect to last five years or less. So these are investments often geared towards, you know, folks who are nearing retirement or who may need a significant chunk of money sooner rather than later. Now, Investopedia notes that money market funds, savings accounts, certificates, deposits, and short term bonds are actually considered options for short term investments. Well, because you can more easily liquidate them into cash. Yeah, and that's good information. I Hopefully the number of options people have for short-term horizons remind them that even though they may be nearing the end of their career, you still have opportunities to build wealth. There are options for uh, short-term investments. Uh, what are some of the options for medium-term investment horizons? Well, you know, so a medium-term horizon includes investments you intend, obviously, to hold on to for roughly three years to, let's say, a decade. Now, think saving for college, a wedding, or maybe even a first home. Now, as you've probably guessed, medium-term investment seeks to find a happy medium between high and low-risk assets. So a medium-term horizon may typically include a combination of stocks and bonds that seek to guard your wealth without losing value because of inflation. So that brings us to the one everybody's been waiting for, <laughs> your long-term horizon. What's the scoop there? Well, your long-term horizon consists of investments that you'll want to hold for 10 to 20 years, and often even longer than that. So with the long-term horizon, a common goal may be to help you build income for retirement. But if you have a number of years before you reach that market, then you and your financial service professional may have enough time to be strategically aggressive. Ah, okay. And so you've broken down short, medium, and long-term investment horizons, but uh, why do you think horizons are such, these time horizons are such an important part of a financial strategy? Well, ultimately, a horizon can serve as your guide as you choose what kind of investment products fit your needs and goals. And as horizon changes, you'll likely have an easier time adjusting your broader financial strategy. Well, let our listeners know how they can set up a consultation with you because I'm sure they have questions and you really want to look at your goals and make sure that you have a plan in place to meet the short, 
medium and long-term time horizons that you have. Sure. I mean, listeners can visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or as always, they can call my office at 586-752-7008 and discuss how we might be able to answer your questions, address your concerns about your path to retirement. All right. Sounds good. Now, we've been looking at investment time horizons, and you've been telling us, Albert, how they can help us achieve our various financial goals. And I had heard about this, but this has really brought them into focus for me. So what do you have next? Well, the Investopedia article, What is an Investment Time Horizon?, does an excellent job breaking down investments' horizons and risk, and I'd like to next focus on that. So many of our listeners likely already know that any type of investment comes with a certain amount of risk, and that risk should be factored into your financial strategy because often fail and sometimes borrowers default, and even an investment that seems rock solid can take a beating during a market downturn. When it comes to assessing investment risk, I think working with a financial services professional, if you aren't already, is one of the best moves you can make. Right. And I think discussing risk is a good idea. I mean, I have no doubt that a lot of our listeners out there worry about their assets and their risk, right? Yeah. I mean, remember, as you hear these different types of risk, think carefully about uh, how each would fit into your unique time horizon. So the first one, obviously a big topic right now, inflationary risk is certainly one that's dominated the financial news for several weeks now. And gas prices, food prices. I mean, it seems like the cost of everything is going up, up and up. So as Investopedia notes, bonds are especially vulnerable to inflation because coupon rates are usually fixed. So therefore, a jump in inflation has the potential to eat away at expected gains from an investment. But the article also notes that it may be possible to reduce some inflationary risk by utilizing treasury inflated protected securities or for short tips. Now, if you're unfamiliar with these, they're a great topic to discuss with a financial services professional because tips aren't risk-free. Like with conventional bonds, tips do come with interest rate risk. Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen the bond market just tank because interest rates are going up. And this is interesting because like you said, Albert, you can't go to a financial news site right now without seeing a ton of articles or news about inflation. It's uh, Inflation's been going up and up and up. Uh, and so that's been top of mind for a lot of people. Yeah, it, it really is. You know what? And then the next one to be aware of is also interest rate risk. You know, so this is simply the uh, possibility of an unexpected interest rate increase that could also chip away at investment gains. So as with inflationary risk, this is often a particular worry for fixed income securities like bonds. Yeah. Yeah. As the interest rates go up and the Fed raised it by half a point, uh, bond values go down typically. Yeah. So uh, and we've seen that. And you know what else? In the last year or so, I've seen a number of articles and news stories about businesses going under, you know, from the mom and pop restaurants to even bigger businesses and companies. So how does that situation with businesses fit into all this? Well, you know, additionally, business risk is certainly another element that, you know, you need to be aware of. As the name makes clear, uh, business risk is simply the possibility that a company might collapse or go broke, thus causing the value of its stocks and bonds 
to Crater. Now, while you don't need an MBA to understand that any company can go broke, you may be able to provide yourself with some degree of information uh, just by researching the history and business plans of the companies you're considering investing in. Also, consider not putting too many eggs in one corporate basket. I believe in the value of a diversified portfolio. Right. And we believe that because of technology, our society and economy are changing constantly, mm-hmm. right? So I think it's diversification's obviously the way to go, right? Oh, that's exactly right, Tony. Um, and then here's another reason why you have default risk, you know, which is another important element outside of your time horizon that you should be aware of. You know, this is the possibility that a borrower won't be able to pay what they owe. Uh, generally, this applies to bond issuers, but it's possible that it may also impact other debt-based securities. Um, as the article explains, you may be able to shrink some of your exposure to default risk by working with your financial services professional. Right. And... Uh- I haven't heard you bring up market risk yet. We've talked about various types of risk, uh, but as we've seen lately, the markets are really volatile, so that has to be a part of this, oh, right? Oh, yes. You know, market risk is actually the article's next and final piece of info. Uh, market risk, in its simplest terms, is the possibility that an investment could be harmed by speculative behavior, market crashes, or significant world events as we're seeing as well. You know, as the article explains, because markets historically trend up over time, market risk is often more of a threat to both short and medium term financial horizons. Mm. Interesting. Uh, I want to put you on the spot here and ask you to tell us what uh, we should be considering then uh, when electing our time, our financial time horizon. You know, how do we figure out, do I need a, a short, medium or long term time horizon? Uh, yeah, it's a great question. Um, I'm going to hedge a bit by noting that a financial horizon, like any other part of an overall financial strategy, is unique to you. Uh, to borrow, you know, let's say a cliche, there's no one size fits all solution. But because interest compounds exponentially, a more distant financial horizon may present the opportunity to create larger profits than either a short term or a medium term horizon. And that's why it's so important to begin saving for retirement as early as possible. Remember, even a seemingly little investment today could see outstanding returns if it has a couple of decades to grow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's another good point. And time horizons are obviously important, but they can be a little tricky. You've talked about financial services professionals, but I want to state again that an experienced financial services professional can really help you know, people out there, our listeners define their own personal ideal time horizon. And, you know, to me, this is all too important to try to go it alone. You know, when there's a professional out there, put an advocate in your corner, right? I generally appreciate you putting it like that, Tony. I mean, I agree 100 percent. Working towards building wealth can be both exciting and a little scary. So utilizing a professional who can uh, set emotions aside and calmly lend you a guiding hand can be a tremendously uh, important uh, feat for you. Sure. All right. Well, one more time before we continue here, uh, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that no charge consultation 
and there's no obligation or cost to that. Yeah, you know what? You could always, again, uh, contact us at 586-752-7008 or visit us on our website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. All right. Now we're talking about short, medium, and long-term financial time horizons here, and I think this has been a good one. What do you have for us next, Albert? Well, you know, we have more great info about time horizons to look at. So let's get to it here. Another Investopedia article, Using Time Horizons to Reach Your Investing Goals, um, digs a little deeper into our topic by looking at some specific investment opportunities. So as our conversation so far today has made clear, timing is essential. Bad timing, whether it's you know failing to get the shot off before the clock uh, shot clock expires or investing at the wrong time, can have last uh, ramifications. Um, to that end, the financial services industry has designed investments uh, designed to actually help you get the timing right. Ah, that's interesting. So what's first? Well, let's begin with target date funds. You know, these are mutual funds that, according to the article, automatically reset the mix of assets in your portfolio between stocks, bonds, and cash. And these are often used as retirement saving vehicles, uh, with the combo of investments becoming more conservative as your retirement draws closer and your time horizon shrinks. So, for example, a target date fund designed to help, let's say, fund your retirement 30 or 40 years from now may have a mix of investments skewed heavily towards stocks uh, with perhaps a small amount of bonds and even a smaller amount of cash. But fast forward 25 or 30 years, and that mix could very well be the exact opposite of what it is today. With cash now your portfolio's largest component, followed by a modest number of bonds and very few stocks. Yeah, and early on when your time horizon is still long-term, I guess stocks are more realistic, but I guess as your retirement gets closer and closer, it's probably time to play things a little closer to the vest, which means a more careful course of action. That makes a lot of sense. Yes, it, it definitely does. Um, in fact, the article's next point of uh, I was the emphasis is college savings plans and qualified tuition plans, uh, which is commonly referred to as 529 plans. Now, these may help some investors cover the expense of primary and secondary schools, universities, and colleges, vocational schools, and apprenticeships. Additionally, thanks to the SECURE Act, you may also use a 529 plan to cover as much as $10,000 in student loans. Now, 529 plans are named for Section 529 of the Internal Revenue Code and are tax advantage plans crafted to help investors address the cost of tuition, room and board, books, and various other education expenses. Okay, so how exactly does a 529 plan work? You know what? One potential option is a plan that allows you to set aside a certain amount of money that's usually invested in a pre-approved list of mutual funds. Now, Time Horizon comes into play here because several of these funds are age-based in a way that's quite, I guess, similar to the target date funds. So as your kid gets older and the reality of paying their tuition gets closer, your asset allocation would become more conservative. Well, once again, because the value of your portfolio rises and falls with the market, automatic adjustments move your money to more conservative investments in an effort 
to lessen the you know the chance that a market crash will erase your savings just as it's time to pay the tuition bill. Now, one potential negative here, it's possible that the investment growth in this scenario won't be substantial enough to cover all the tuition you owe. Mm. Yeah, I guess uh, if we look at the pluses, we also have to consider the minuses, right? Right, right, for sure. Now, let's next take a look at mutual funds, um, which the article touts as a fairly easy way to diversify your portfolio. Selecting investments that automatically shuffle assets to either cash or income-oriented tools isn't your only option if you want to invest with certain time horizon parameters. Uh, We feel that investing in mutual funds uh, when you're in a long-term horizon and then moving to increasingly less aggressive funds um, as your time horizon shortens may be another good option to consider and discuss with your financial services professional. Now, As the article explains, mutual funds provide professional management as well as an expansive variety of options, which may make it simpler to utilize a mix of several securities. Lastly, what are commonly referred to as a balance funds uh, may even provide a balance between stocks and bonds within a single fund. Interesting. Sounds to me like mutual funds are worth talking about and uh, getting a financial services professional to look at. Uh, those options for you, right? Oh, definitely. In fact, even if you ultimately decide mutual funds aren't for you, there's never any harm in doing your due diligence and thoroughly researching all your options. And finally, let's look at stocks and bonds. You know, as we noted earlier in the show, Tony, stocks and bonds may be a particular effective option if you have a long-term time horizon. But stocks and bonds require research, understanding, and most importantly, discipline. And that means working with a financial services professional may be your best bet. Now, as your horizon gets shorter, it may be time to ditch some risk adjust your asset allocation toward more conservative investments. Right. Uh, and well put. And this has been a great show, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, Al? You know, if, if you have more questions or you have any concerns about your financial time horizon, I encourage you, go visit my website, www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586 586- 752-7008 and discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your con- your concerns. And remember, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.